Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country's Mother Day edition. I'm Donna. I'm Paula. And today we have Kirsty Krause and her mum, Mrs. Krause. How are you doing, guys? Great. Oh, good. How are you guys? <laughs> very good. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us on this special event that we've got planned. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. This, this is like the sweetest thing ever. When I got the email, it was a no-brainer to say yes. I mean, thank you guys for making this Mother's Day extra special and being able to have me on to do this so we can celebrate my awesome mom. <laughs> Fun. We have to celebrate moms. You know, they're our big, biggest support system, so we need to celebrate them. We show them how amazing they are. So <laughs> Yes. You got to celebrate the women behind the women. Yes. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. We should have that as a a slogan somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. That's definitely a good slogan. Women support, yeah. Yeah, see? Perfect. Perfect. How are you? Let me just ask one quick question. How are you surviving the whole COVID thing? Is it getting back to normal for you and life in general or? Wisconsin's still pretty shut down, our county anyway. Dane County is pretty more strict when you get outside of Dane County and up north Wisconsin, things are pretty open. But I continued to work. I We were shut down for a while, but I still went into the office and did all the payroll and all that kind of stuff. So it really hadn't affected me that much as far as work. And, you know, I miss going out to eat more or watching music, but <laughs> it's starting to come back. That's good. You went out to live music last night, right? Saturday night, yeah. We saw your old Saturday band member. Night. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I'm glad you guys went. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah, Such we need more live music. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That's why we went to Florida for 12 days, so we could listen to live music and be outside. It was a nice break from the Wisconsin weather. <laughs> yeah, they actually joined us. My mom and my dad came down and joined us for, you said 12 days? 12 days? In 12 days, seven shows. We got to during go to. Our, yeah, during our tour. That was, they were like, we're not going to let you go down to Florida for that long and have us not come and be a part of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Perfect. 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 Absolutely. And Florida is the best place to be when it's winter everywhere else. <laughs> of course. And they don't want any more people to move down there, but I'm like, oh, I might have to go down there in the winter. I don't know. I really liked it. <laughs> the winter sun. It's got to be good. Well, let yes. me know if you want something away from all the beach and traffic. I know a couple good areas here on the West coast. So. Oh, okay. Help me out. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's pretty serious about looking at a, a second I know we're like, no, should we sell our condo here in Madison and move to Florida? (laughs) Florida and Nashville? I don't know. Yes. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, COVID here is 
you know, Nashville's really starting to open up a little bit more. I've noticed there's a lot more people on Broadway. Uh, there's just a lot more people visiting. Uh, I think the planes are more full. So it's just, it's kind of, it's starting. Of course, people have their masks on. All the workers have their masks on. People have their masks on when they're up out of the table. But the big thing that just happened is live music can be till the end of the night, till bar time, and you can dance. Oh, that, nice. That's a huge... For a while, there was no dancing. It was like an episode of Footloose or something. Like, <laughs> you have to sit in your chair. So I've gotten really good at dancing in my chair while I'm singing. Kind of like <laughs> the version of dancing. Um, and I noticed I still do it. So sometimes I have to make fun of myself on stage for that. But um, yeah. dancing is open now. And so it's, it's been good. It's, it's feeling good to be back back home and have events start happening again there's definitely like charity events and just events like that yep. happening mm-hmm. in nashville again which is good that was a great analogy footloose definitely <laughs> <laughs> well that was my my parents first date oh, was the footloose movie, movie. <laughs> <laughs> i love that film it's a great film yes the original the original oh, one. yeah, yeah kevin bacon <laughs> I'm, yeah, you can never beat the original, you, you know? I know. The, the remakes are not always as good. No. I, I love Julian Huff, but I, I like the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. You can't beat Kevin Bacon. No. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're going to ask you some fun Mother's Day questions. Okay. So let's say, hypothetically... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hypothetically, someone comes to you and says they need to hide a body. Do you know a good place? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I live on. We live on a golf course, so we probably could <laughs> put, it, put it in the ravine down there where the water is. <laughs> wow, you're you're quick, man. Not a <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> I love the geese that. will eat the rest. Right, exactly. There's like two ponds right by us, so put some bricks <laughs> on. I don't know. <laughs> like what you see in the movies. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Huh. That's so, what was the best thing before sliced bread? Best thing before sliced bread. You mean I have to think of something that was invented before bread? <laughs> take it as take it as you will. You since like after? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a literal person. So. Yes, I'm a very literal person, so that's very difficult <laughs> for me. Um gosh, it have to be something that was a great idea. The first thing that came to mind was my avocado cutter peeler there you go that met remover you know it's all in one tool you know and i i love it yeah, like, <laughs> it's the best thing, thing ever yeah <laughs> you don't get cut because it's plastic you know and you used to have to cut the avocado and then try to get the nut out this just does everything and it's plastic and i'll just say i'll just go with that <laughs> and when you eat as much avocados as you do yeah, yeah so we eat a lot of avocados so kirsty yes. got us on those kicks we never used to eat avocados until kirsty started eating a lot of them oh so it's, it's yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I have guac in the other room like still left over from the tacos i just ate so that yeah, has my name on slice it them, <laughs> slice them and put them in sandwiches or mush yeah. them up and i 
think that's a good answer, Mom. Yeah, there we go. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I'm an avocado lover too. There's always nice. three in the fridge, always. Yes. So if you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? Oh gosh, these are such hard questions. Like Kirstie just like just, flows with these answers and I'm like. <laughs> it's, it's more just like the first person you think about, you know, like, roll with it. Yeah, like. I know. I use examples like Mother Teresa or the Dalai Lama or yeah, whatever, you know, like. Yeah, can, that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, you know, like. we movie star crush. You loved Tom Cruise, you know, like, I mean, he's still alive, but. <laughs> I don't want to say too much about Tom Cruise. I loved, I always loved Tom Cruise. He's got a different personality and, you know, the whole Scientology thing I'm kind of weird about. But um, for some reason, him as an actor, I've just always, yeah, loved Watched him. It would be, it would be fun to pick his brain about this whole Scientology thing. And then the whole thing with Kate, um, Katie, what's her name? Holmes. Katie Holmes and his daughter. I heard he hasn't seen his daughter, you know, for years and years. Um, so that, yeah, maybe I'll go with that. Like I, he was always very handsome. I just liked him in movies, even though I thought his personality was a little different. Yeah. And he played a lot of different roles. Like he was in, you know, a lot of, a lot of big movies. And I, I really feel like being at that level as an actor and actress, like <laughs> I, I could learn so much from a person like that. Just like, what does it take to get in to yeah. a character? Well, like and that? especially he does a lot of his own stunts and I'm not a big oh, um, yeah. person that likes violence or anything, but those mission impossible movies are just fun to watch. <laughs> Cause they're like a James Bond. It's not, they're so out there. It's mm. like that really wouldn't be happening that he would be hanging from a helicopter flying, you know, but he did a lot of his own stunts, <laughs> which I was pretty impressed with that he did that and he's been around for a long time he's still very marketable and he's played like yeah different characters like rain man where he was the mm -hmm. brother um and then the mission impossible one. super fan and then of course it all started with top gun you know oh come on you can't beat top i know <laughs> This is funny because the neighbor, when we used to live, like when the kids were little, you know, the neighbor would say, when we were talking about, you know, fooling around or whatever, he goes, oh, just go put Top Gun on there for Lori, you know, <laughs> you'll get lucky tonight. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was, one, that was uh, Danny, right. Oh, nice. But nice. I would say that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. What sitcom family would you be a member of? Oh, gosh. I used to love, um, <laughs> well, Friends came up first, but I used to love the um, uh, show Knott's Landing. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. That was like my... My Thursday nights, I love to watch like Friends and Knott's Landing. I didn't get into Dallas and all those other ones, but for some reason, I like Knott's Landing and Nicole Sheridan. And um, I thought that it got to be fun to live on that cul-de-sac. I always got the kids' baths done early that night so I could actually <laughs> sit and watch a couple TV shows because that never happens, you know, when you have young kids. But yeah. Yeah, I just like the characters. It wasn't so dramatic as some of the other ones at that time, you know, like Dallas or mm -hmm. Dynasty. I didn't watch those, but I 
Yeah. And I like nights. Yeah, they were on a bit, wasn't they? <laughs> that was before your time, Kirsty. <laughs> you were a little yeah. then. Wow. I remember friends, though. Like, I yes. remember friends when it was first showing reruns. Not like, you know. Or I was. Did I watch some of the original ones? We did when you guys were little. I think that's when it yeah, was. Yeah, so see, I was I was around when Friends was on. TV. Yeah, yeah, on like no reruns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? I love craft beers, and I love to try different kinds of craft beers. So right now, I'm into the, uh, um, like the Hefeweizens, the the German light beer, you know, those citrusy beers. Those are like my favorites. Spoken like a true Wisconsinite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I have to, I'll drink a Corona, but I really like to try different craft beers. (laughs) We should have you on when we're doing the sour beer Friday night, happy hour. Yes. Okay. You're on. Okay. (laughs) If you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? I guess my first inclination was uh, Kennedy. Um, I just remember when he was shot, I was in kindergarten. And, um, but I just, so many of his quotes and so many of the things, he just seems like he was good for both parties, I guess, even though he was more um, considered a Democrat. I just feel like he had both, both parties, um, like working together or he just was a good representation of both people. And he just seemed to bring the country together more than any other president that I can think of, um, you know, in my time. Perfect. That's a great answer, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get that ball. I know, that face. You need a haircut. You need a haircut, but... <laughs> Looks soft. Very soft. My little man, aren't you? He's the only man in the house. <laughs> so who are some of the women that inspired you and not just music anyone just who are some of the women that inspired you when you were growing up and uh felt like really great role models for women oh gosh um I feel like I was so secluded growing up in like northern Wisconsin I really didn't know that much about <laughs> the outside world um I've always liked some of my teachers, you know, I can think of. Um, Otherwise, I can't. I I mean, I guess it was, I read a lot of books. So maybe it was more authors than anything. That was my way out of, out of my little corner of the world, you know, like. You like Laura Ingalls. I was just going to say Laura Ingalls Wilder. Her books are banned, which I just cannot absolutely believe. But I read all her books when I was nine years old. And then I think I read them again, like when I was 12, the whole series. And and part of her journey was in Wisconsin. So for me, that was pretty cool. But I um, I think some of the authors like that, that would in, draw me in and be able to create, you know, learn about these other worlds. I was such a reader, even like at nine, I was keeping track of all the books I read. I always had a book going. My mom thought I was such a nerd, but I <laughs> that was my way to create movies for myself is to read. And I've just always been a reader. So I guess some of the, the women authors like that, that brought history to life for me that I could, they were stories, but plus I was learning something about history. 
Those are wonderful. What's your favorite thing you do with your daughter? Oh, I don't know. What you, <laughs> I guess watching her sing is the most the, the most uh, fun for me. And just watching her be on stage and even growing up, taking her and watching her shine on stage because she just seemed to love it so much. You know, that was more fun for me. But I enjoy working together behind the scenes, too, like when we're on a roll and we're working through budgets or spreadsheets or marketing ideas. Um, mostly it's just watching her on stage. She, definitely is home up there <laughs> and it's weird because no one else in our family has ever been that way so it's that's makes it more even more special yeah you know no one we've never been able to watch another relative get up on stage and sing <laughs> we're all the accounting business type people nurses um and then there's Kirsty. where she came from if i hadn't given birth to her i would wonder if she was mine but (laughs) i like when we have when we go on walks and we have family dinners or even family like movie nights and we all make popcorn and then afterwards we splurge some more and then have ice cream (laughs) (laughs) those are fun Yeah. yeah i like I like just like the normal, the normal stuff. Yeah. Eating together is always fun. I like gathering everybody around and just being able to eat because then you have a good conversation. It seems like you get them kind of without their phones and everything and everybody can talk and that's fun. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Absolutely. So what's one of the craziest or funniest things your daughter ever did for Mother's Day? Hmm. I don't remember any specific things for Mother's Day. I'm trying to think back to like. Okay, so what's something special that was crazy or funny that she did for you? It may not may not might be Mother's Day now. So, um, she's always been good at at doing really cute um, homemade cards, and she does that a lot for Mother's Day. I guess Mother's Day and my birthday are the big ones, but I had these big ones and they'll put pictures on them and write stories and tell them how thankful they are and how much they love you. And that was always the most special to me. Even if she buys a store made card nowadays, she'll always write a whole like letter inside of it. So that's, I guess that's, that's the best thing. Rather have that than anything else, you know? Well, you are, you turned 60 and we, you, it wasn't a surprise. I wasn't a surprise. surprise <laughs> no, Dad was having much. a heart attack. He goes, I can't do a surprise. This guy, I'm too stressed <laughs> out. He was just like, <laughs> so they finally had to tell me. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. That was fun. They planned we the whole did. thing, her and Kelsey pictures. They played um, balloons, a meal, buffet for everybody. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And we, we did it kind of like a graduation party. So we sent mm-hmm. out invites in the mail to people like in advance with a yeah. picture. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. The place was absolutely packed. And that says everything about who my mom is as a person. Aww. And people <laughs> drove from all over to come just to celebrate with her on her 60th birthday. And that was that I know my really cousin cool. came down from Bloomer, which is about three hours. So I was happy about that. That mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of relatives, so him and I are pretty close. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. That's really sweet. 
<laughs> okay. What is a favorite memory of your daughter? Oh, I used to write down things that she would say and do. <laughs> and I, I have it in a notebook and I'm going to give it to the kids yet. For some reason, I read this, you know, to write down funny things that they say or do. And uh, she used to just say the most hilarious thing. But we were just talking about the kindergarten thing, you know, this morning. And um, Go ahead. <laughs> she's, <laughs> the teacher wrote me a note, and they're like, she's like, well, Kirstie was kind of, you know, not so nice to this person. And, blah, and so I, she came home, and I'm like, because she's such a leader, everybody would follow her. She was one of the older kids in her class, and she has that personality. I said, Kirstie, you know, people follow you. You got to be the leader. You got to be a good leader, though. You got to listen to the teacher and get the other kids to listen to the teacher. So she walked up to the kindergarten teacher the next day with her hands on her hips. She goes, Mrs. Derubis, I've changed my ways. (laughs) And she did. So that was good. Um, Yeah. It's funny things like that. Yeah. You know, instead of continuing my art project when the teacher wanted to do story time, instead yeah. I was like, everybody come on, come on. You sit here and you sit here and we're getting ready for story time. She was a little bossy. <laughs> but at least it's helpful. Yes. <laughs> Turn yes. it helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think you make a good point, though. I think the uh, bossy category all is all like CEOs and, you know. Yeah, exactly. They said the teachers, you know, the teachers were so good because I would always be so worried because I was always a quiet, bookwormy, you know, type of person that had this daughter that was like this big personality. And they're like, well, at least she listens. She talks a lot, but then we tell her to be quiet. She'll listen. So they were like, the things that you don't like now will probably be valuable as she's an adult. So I'm like, okay, I'll think about that. You you definitely need that strong personality to be in music. So, oh my god, yeah, yeah. And like my mom told me that when I was really little, I started talking. How old was I when I started talking? Well, you were you were carrying on conversations the day you turned two. When we went, we went to the same like, show and she was talking to some lady and the lady goes, how old is she? I go, she just turned two. And she goes, oh my gosh, they were carrying on a conversation. So I didn't think anything of it at the time until I saw other kids, you know, our nieces and nephews. I'm like, they're not talking yet. <laughs> I guess I just thought that was normal, but she was a talker. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why my mom wasn't happy when I sang the ABCs at church. Because she was happy every other time I sang ABCs, but for some reason in church, when I would be busting it out, it was like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's a great story. I love that. (laughs) So besides the fact that obviously she's more extroverted in some ways, do you think your daughter has more of your good qualities or your exceptional qualities? <laughs> I don't know if I have any exceptional qualities. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she's a good uh, listener. And uh, I don't want to say analyzer, but you uh, read people well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I used to do that as well at her age, but I did some management stuff at her age, HR stuff, and before I started to learn that. So I think that she has that already. I think that was more innate in you than just mine was more learned after all the interviews you do and you start figuring out people. Um, she's got a good business mind. I think I'm better like at numbers and stuff, but she's better at the marketing and 
even though I graduated in marketing, I, I'm more the number part of the marketing where she's more the um, sales. I would never, yeah, wanted sales. So, yeah, good and exceptional, I guess, <laughs> those parts. <laughs> and she's a softy and inside, even though she doesn't show it too much. I think- I think I picked up the empathy part yes. from you and like the, the people pleasing part, wanting people to be just happy uh, mm-hmm. around me. Um, but I, don't, I think my mom in the last couple of years has really come out of her shell and <laughs> she was always smiling. She was always nice to everybody. And I feel like, being around that as a young child, I learned that like from from yeah. her, like that. She always radiated positivity. They told me that even in high school, they used to call me smiley. That I would smile at everybody <laughs> in the hall, and I just did hi, hi, hi. I was just like, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but that one smile could cheer up one person that's having a really bad day. So Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I always try to put smiley faces in my emails or something if they're not if they don't have to be too professional, like happy Monday, have a great Tuesday, you know, I'll try to make it try to end the email on a positive note anyway. Okay. So what's your most memorable family vacation? Oh, it had to be one of the Disney trips. We went to Disney twice. Um, I think the first one, Kirstie was about eight and Kelsey was five. And that was so much fun because they just were in awe of everything. (laughs) And we are running around trying to get to character autographs. And we stayed right at Disneyland. I think we were there for five days or something. And it was just fun to take them on all the rides and for them to see everything. I think we had just as much fun, you know, as they did, but yeah, that was definitely probably one of the most memorable vacations when they were little. How could you not love Disneyland? I mean, I know, I know. We went there when Kirstie was eight. And then I think again, when she was 12, well, and when we went there at eight, when you were eight, it was um, Halloween. So wow. Chewy Bars, that's where my love of Chewy Bars started. Well, and you got to buy a special ticket for the night. So they mm-hmm. cleared out the park, and then we bought tickets for that night based on what a neighbor had told us. Remember Sammy's mom and dad? So there was, like, yeah. hardly anybody. I mean, there was a lot of people there, but you could walk up to the rides and get right yeah. on. So that was awesome because it was – and then they had a Halloween parade. Yeah. So that it was just a little bit unique. That was fun. That's very cool. I love Disneyland. We just threw out Kelsey's autograph book. She was going through her box. She goes, why oh. do I still have this Disney autograph book by all the characters? I'm like, oh, you sure you don't want that? <laughs> She's like, it was no, so Mom. cute. I know. Get pictures of them with all the characters signing their autograph book, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> it is really cute. That is. Oh. In your opinion, what's one piece of advice that you want to give your daughter or you've given your daughter? Um, what piece of advice am I always trying to give you? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess always just, I'm always trying to, 
what I want to say, make you not make you stay positive, but to always, um, you know, not sometimes you get so down and out or something. I always want her to be on the positive side more. Or, um, it's never wants me to get too worked up about yeah. something that doesn't need all that energy. And I feel right. like she steers me away from that. Yeah. All the time. Like it's not going to be the end of the world. You know, the world is not going to stop turning if you don't get this done today. Like sometimes she has a list this long and then she gets overwhelmed. I'm like, all that doesn't have to be done. <laughs> if this whole thing is going to happen, it's going to happen on, you know, somebody else's plan or, you know, I always try to tell her that you didn't get that dream put in your heart if it wasn't going to happen. And, and it's not just those couple emails in one day is not going to make or break break that so you need to like take a deep breath and spend a little time meditating or you know yoga or walk or something to keep yourself calm because it's a hard business I mean it's so much easier going to work eight to five getting a paycheck and stuff you know what she's doing is it's tough and it's can be overwhelming because you can work she works sometimes 24 7 it's like Kirsty, take a break <laughs> I can't I can't I can't I'm like yes you can <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of one of those no things that you have to <laughs> you have to be seen all the time. It's, if you disappear for a little while, people, you know, move on. It's a really fickle. Yes, industry. it is. But you got to take a day off here and there, like a Sunday or something, and she she doesn't. Take <laughs> <laughs> mom's advice. Take some coffee. Yeah. yeah. Take a walk. Do like half a day. Yeah, I need to do that. I need yeah, to do that. get out and hike and enjoy the things down enjoy there. The yes, definitely. Okay, what strange cravings did you have while you were pregnant with your daughter? <laughs> with Kirsty, it was um, Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I loved Pizza Hut pizza. Um, I was actually pretty sick with her. So there's a lot of things that just, like I lived in, we lived in Florida at the time. Like we lived over by Fort Lauderdale and I'd walk out in the morning and the smell of that wet dirt, I thought I was going to lose it. So there was only certain things that I could eat. Like even the smell of toast was, and I love toast, but that was like, oh, or something. I don't know. But Pizza Hut pizza, man. What did you order out of pizza? Well, back then there wasn't as, you know, wasn't as like <laughs> weird. It is now basically, you know, mushroom and sausage. And that was about it. Oh, wow. I love the thin crust and the, you know, just that crunchiness and the, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Um, Do you like pizza pizza though, Kirsty? Do I like it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I, to me, I think that's just like when you think of pizza, I guess I like ordering pizza. I think of that with mushrooms, sausage and black olives because back home it was called the badger pizza. And that's what they would always order. They would call and they'd be like, we want the badger pizza. <laughs> but to me, that's what pizza should taste like. Kind of like cereal Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I was like a major fan. Like every morning, right, Mom? Every yeah. 
morning from the time I was like really little to every school morning up through high school I ate honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to introduce you both when you're in Florida next time to a really good um, wood fire pizza. Oh, um, yes. Really good one. I love that. On the street, so to speak. And we're going to have to try that. Okay. I know. I feel like I could eat pizza all the time because you get so many different kinds and it's, you know, it's got a little bit of, you know, veggies on it, a little bit of meat and the crust. And I, I could eat pizza a couple times a week yeah. for sure. <laughs> so now I know you mentioned that um, Kirstie's the only one that uh, has the performing singing, but did you play an instrument or anything when you were growing up or no? No. Did you just do choir? Did no. You- <laughs> that wasn't required in school it wasn't required to do a music class I don't think so I think I took choir in ninth grade because Lori wanted me to do it or something well she no I think she just talked me into trying out for the play and I had to sing happy birthday and they like kind of showed me in the chorus somewhere you know but <laughs> um Maybe in fourth and fifth and sixth grade, I was in choir, you know, when they had to have it in, in that grade. But no, I, I wanted to take the clarinet in fifth grade, but I don't know if my mom, if they just didn't have the money or what, but she kind of push, pushed it away, you know. So she didn't want to hear you. Yeah, so I never even got to, to try an instrument. <laughs> you know, my grandma, she probably was like, no, nah, you're not doing anything else. Yeah, right, right, right. So, <laughs> no. What? You can try now. I know. Yeah, you could. I know. You I kind of played the piano a little bit when you were taking lessons. Remember, I would sit down and yeah. I knew the basic, you know, C, E, you know. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> yeah. Very left-brained. I don't know. He makes well, a point. Oh, is left brain good for music? It, yeah. I mean, math. Because I was really good in math. I was a math science person more than anything. I think definitely on the rhythm and the beats and because they're all counting and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She definitely makes a point to learn all of the lyrics to yes. all the songs. <laughs> like she'll, she will make a phone call and ask me about a specific line if she can't get it. You know, Yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like she's been singing the song Bird for so long and I can't figure out this one line. I'm like, I know I'm getting older, my hearing, but I cannot get this line. <laughs> <laughs> it was your shade don't got merit. Share it yes. with somebody else who wants to waste their time. Yeah, I could not get that line. Shade, merit. Yeah. <laughs> The way I sing it, it's like a rapid, you know? Yes. Not quite a tongue twister, but almost. Yes. (laughs) I must be quite, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What was your first concert? Oh, boy. Um, When I was in high school, I think we saw Kiss at at a gym in rockford like a small little gym oh yeah kiss yeah it was crazy wow (laughs) and um i think cheap trick opened up for them so we drove to rockford in high school i was probably a junior and um yeah we saw kiss i thought that was so weird because then the next year or two they had their song that blew up about the party party all night no party every day rock and roll all night and party Party every day. day 
Yes, I saw them in a little gym in Rockford, like a middle school gym that had like a, you know, those big stages and then just like the gym floor. Yeah. You went to Peter Frampton too, right? I did. I took, yeah. How old were you then? Like a junior? Probably right right after high school or maybe it was like in high school then. And Styx was another one of my first mm-hmm. concerts that I went to. And they I went to Ozzy Styx. Osbourne because my boyfriend wanted to. And <laughs> I kind of like passed out. So I don't really remember that much of <laughs> I didn't like, I wasn't into that music at all. His, you know, that too much. That was too much for me. But yeah, I like the softer <laughs> rock, I guess, like <laughs> Peter Frampton. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Some amazing names. Yeah. My first concert was Leanne Rimes. Yes. She and then seven. Shania Twain. I was seven years old when I went to see Leanne Rimes. And she was actually my last concert that I went to was uh, September of, was it 2019? Yeah. Right That's before it. September 2019 was my last like big concert that I went she to. And that was at the, yeah, the Ryman. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, heard about I had tissues. Like, <laughs> First, she was starting to sing, and I remember talking to Danielle Straw's mom, and she's like, "Oh, this Leanne Rhymes, she's a young country singer. She's gonna be at Summerfest." I'm like, oh, really? So we went to Summerfest and watched her. That was fun. We were way in Daniel the grass. Straw's seats, mom. But, yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that she was the one who told you that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's my soccer buddy. <laughs> so when did you know that Kirsty was musically inclined? Was it when she was just young and singing her ABCs in church or? <laughs> um, you know, she always sang in the car and we always had these cassettes going, you know, and she would sing along, but I never thought anything of it because she had this really like raspy voice when she was little. Um but we took her to plays like she wanted to go see plays, high school plays when she was like six or seven. She would sit on the edge of her seat and just be in awe. And I'm like, wow, this hyper kid is just sitting here watching this stuff. <laughs> and then and then her music teacher, she got like a little solo in first grade, kindergarten. It was in fifth grade for We Has Jazz. No, but first grade, you got your first little solo in the Christmas thing when you were the little mouse. Oh, yeah. And the, her, and the the music teacher came up to me. She goes, you, you know, your daughter can sing, right? And I'm like, really? Because <laughs> no one in our family <laughs> sings. I didn't know she was singing good or bad or anything. And she said, yeah. And then, you know, she kind of followed, Kirstie was in the same grade school for a couple of years. And I'm like, well, what what is different about her? There's so many people that can sing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember her telling me that she goes, there's a lot of people that can sing. But then there's those people that have that extra spark when they're on stage. And she said, that's your daughter. And I'm like, oh, okay. What do I do with her? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Martina McBride got to be in her family's band. You know, all these people had families that had musical talent. And I'm like, didn't know what to do with her. So, yeah, just get her in community theater. And we went from there. Yeah. I mean, I she... My mom asked every single person who would listen questions. <laughs> I mean, she's being really modest right now. She made it her mission to yeah. fulfill a little girl's dream. Because when I was six, I, I declared in school, too, that I wanted to be a singer. So 
lo and behold, I was like, learning, you know, by seven, I was, or by six, I was in plays and dance and piano and eventually yeah. got into voice lessons at nine. And, and she drove me to so many things wherever I sing national anthem or some church festival, like, yeah, it was all because of her. It's not, you know, as a six year old, I had no idea or seven, you know, what we were going to, but I was just excited. Yeah. I was going to go sing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it has helped getting involved in that and then asking around and then find out about this competition of this competition. And we traveled to Missouri for a competition. We traveled to Illinois and, and they're like, you know, you don't have, like when she first started singing, she didn't know how to act on stage, you know, and they're like, Oh, you need more stage presence. So I go up and then talk to the thing like, well, what do you mean? Like, how could, you know, <laughs> I try to figure it all out. You try to things. choreograph moves for me for a couple <laughs> things. Got you a couple special outfits sewn too, you know, so oh. you look like a little cowgirl. And <laughs> I had a purple cowgirl outfit. I mean, Little white cowboy boots, yeah. We tried, yeah. <laughs> we find out about these different competitions, and I'm like, well, it's a talent, it's a it's a scholarship competition, but they have a talent show, so let's go to that. You know, let's get involved in that. And then I'd always say, it's okay if you don't win; it's just all about the experience. So we had a lot of experiences and a lot of trial and error because we didn't know, you know, or I didn't know. Thank you, make yeah. Just waiting to your really really famous and then you've got the the um the museum in, in uh, nashville and they're gonna have that little suit is gonna be there on the show for oh, everybody to see yeah we still have that cowgirls. purple dress probably mom like i still have my janitor outfit that has my name on it you know from like show choir so i gotta have that somewhere <laughs> there on show yes those are my first pair of boots too. I was like my cowboy boots. I was probably ten, I think, when yeah. I wore the outfit or nine. I know I don't have the cowboy boots. Sure. <laughs> I didn't keep that. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So obviously following on from that thing, how did you feel when your daughter told you she wanted a career in music? You know, I guess from the young age that she was, I thought she was so good. And her music teacher told me too, because I, you know, of course I thought, oh, it's my daughter. She's really good. You know, she should be winning those competitions, even if other people were. And um, so I guess I've always just been supportive. I mean, we were talking at 10, when she was 10 years old about her going on tour. And I had a dream she was going to open for Dirk Spenley. We were still waiting, waiting for that to happen. But I guess I've just always supported it because it was just so different for me and it was so fun and it was maybe, maybe it was the challenge of finding things or something, but I just, yeah. I thought, she, I thought she was always so good on stage. It was just so fun to watch her, you know, she was just like so happy when she could be performing or doing something like that. I know she loves, you know, not just the accolades about being on stage and people clapping and she just truly, truly enjoyed it. And it, yeah. you know, kept her busy and it kept her entertained and it, she just, but she loved it, you know? Yeah. So I guess from a very young age, I always was very supportive and thought, I didn't think it was going to take this long though. <laughs> 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 I was like, come on. <laughs> you think it's always going to happen. Like they're, they're just going to get discovered as a teenager, you know, but just because she was, you know, the same, the same age as Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift started getting all these things coming at 14. I'm like, how, how do I get Kirstie? You know, how do we help her out with that? You know, but 
every path is different and she's obviously has, you know, going to business school and doing all that has helped her with her business. So yeah. 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 So I've always supported that. I've just been excited about it. I mean, my mom, my parents came to Nashville when we were, I was 11 and that was the first time coming to Nashville. And we looked at magnet schools for music at the time. So we, Mm -hmm. as a family, were considering moving to Tennessee, um, which is crazy. Uh, But at the time, like the magnet schools still had chalkboards and they were, then all the smart boards were just coming on. So we're kind of like, oh, these well, are the nice are falling off the wall. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just, <laughs> the, the schools weren't updated yet. So we, we ended up staying in Wisconsin and just growing the hub there. But the fact that they even considered it is, is like wild to me. Like, I, I feel like I can't even um, process that. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, Al's cousin and my one of my best friends, Lori Krause, lived down there, and we stayed with her. And so she was kind of talking us into it, you know, about with the music and everything. And then we're like, oh man, this is a big decision, you know, to leave family, you know, leave grandparents and stuff. So I think at that time we decided to stay there. But mm-hmm. y'all like Nashville quite a bit. Well, yeah, you come down like you know, seven or eight times last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what's your uh, favorite song of your daughters? Ooh, I like this one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I guess, I guess when she came out with the album and I still think I love the way it's on the album is something new. Mm-hmm. And it was a song about her moving, you know, to Nashville and stuff, but it's, I think her version is very unique. And I like the runs in it. And that one note, she's got like the money note in there. And it gives me like goosebumps. And she gets really high. And then she's like, you know, belts it out. That's like my favorite part. But she, yeah, she's got so many songs that I like. You know, she'll come up with a new one. And I'm like, oh, I really like that one, you know. So I like self-sabotage my, a lot too. Yeah. I send my mom all of the like work tapes, demos, final things. So she hears the song like, before it's finished being born kind of sometimes yeah. I've sent her voice memos of pretty much nothing like you yeah. know me like hey <laughs> I'm not awake yet but I need to sing this song like I've, I've shared that with her before so it's I think it's cool for her to see the whole process like from but she's always like new. did you like it and I'm like yeah she goes well <laughs> can't you hear it like all the production I'm like no <laughs> I'm sure it'll sound different, you know, but I can't hear all that. Like what's in your brain, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what song or album should we listen to before we die? Oh gosh. Um, one of my favorite albums is probably other than Kirstie's, right? Um, uh, oh gosh. I was really big on listening to Faith Hill at first, but as far as a classic, I guess my first Styx album was one of my favorite albums, you know. I can't remember the name of it. it had all their big hits on it, you know, like when they first first came out. And, and maybe because it reminds well, me of high school or, yeah, I don't know. It had like Come Sail Away on it and uh, yeah. 
Sticks yeah. played a lot in the house. Lady, Lady was one of my favorite songs Lady. in high school. Oh my god, that was like when yeah. <laughs> Sticks played a lot. In yeah, house. they were good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was just in an interview the other day, and they said, "What of like of your influences? A band, like a name of band." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Sticks, Sticks." <laughs> then it was Kiss. Actually, you know, Dad really likes Kiss, and then it was probably ACDC. He liked, yeah, he, yeah. He Kiss ACDC, and you were like, you both were Sticks yeah. and Queen, and Foreigner, and ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes that. I know. <laughs> you can't help not smiling when you listen to one of those songs, right? We took yeah. the kids to Mamma Mia. Actually, Kirsty was about 11 or 12. We went, took him to Vegas and um, stayed at Circus Circus, and we took him to Mamma Mia, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Was that was play. like, yeah. Musical. <laughs> That is so cool. More and more rocks. I love both of them. Both films are just amazing. So. Yes. <laughs> so do you have a favorite musical? Do I? Yeah. Um, I always love the sound of music. Mm-hmm. And Kirstie happened to be in it two times. One says Gretel and one says Brigida. So I just... I loved watching that show growing up, you know, what they used to have it on like once a year or something. Um, I don't know how old I was when it first came out. Was it in the late sixties that that came out or was I it? I believe so. Yeah. I just remember that it would be on TV like once a year and it was always this like, <laughs> big event, you know, like Cinderella only came yeah. on once a year. And I just, I always loved the sound of music, just the whole story and the kids and, and then Kirstie got to be in it, so then it was fun, just the music. Yeah, every Christmas in the UK, you can guarantee every Christmas we'd have the sound of music. Oh, it's always played. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it rock. I love it. It's, it's an amazing film. Yeah. So, yeah. I used to do um, a professional theater, and my mom would drive me. She figured out eventually that they could do like a carpool system with the parents, but when I was in a, and I, I did five plays with them before, five. Five, and each one was three months long, and I had five shows a week. So sometimes I would have to miss school early or like. Well, you did half wait, the shows. Half the shows. Oh, yeah. So, so like you did five shows a week. Ten, yeah, shows, a ten week, shows a week. Yeah. And the children were double casted. So I did five shows a week. And so that means either my mom or someone that had to like, court like take us there from school take us and so yeah she really made sure you know I got there I had food like I was good to go sometimes she'd come in and help me do my curlers real quick or whatever yeah Um, but yeah I started that when I was eight years old yeah wow that's impressive <laughs> yeah, it was nice when she could make money singing at that age. It was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. So I just stuck it all away for her when she went to college. She was able to pay for a semester of college. I'm like, this is the money you made. Yeah, that's cool. little. Yeah. That was definitely yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um, totally. so did you have any side ventures for making money? Like, you know, some kids have a lemonade stand or anything like that. Did, did, Kirsty, do anything like that? 
I don't remember you doing anything like that. I can tell you what I didn't do. I did not mow lawns. I hate <laughs> that. But not as often as my sister. I feel like my sister got into babysitting a lot more when we were younger. Yeah. I worked my first job job was Dairy Queen when I was 16. And then when my mom told me that I had to quit because I had to get ready to go to college, I remember crying really, really hard and like not wanting to leave Dairy Queen. It's your first piece of independence. So it's like, you know, you kind of get attached to it. Yeah. yeah. And you wrote a song about working at Dairy Queen. I did. I put that in a song. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. That's pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Standing behind the counter oh, or something. You you wrote a song too for me. You want to tell them about that? I wrote a song for you. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? For my graduation. You wrote a song with Mark Allen Burnett. Remember that? Yeah, I gave them all the stuff, and I had them write it. Like, I um, all about her liking Honey Nut Cheerios, Raspy Voice. Did they ever finish the song? I believe so. I think I have it on my computer. And then um, recently, we were up. Um, our last time we were up, my mom and I and Jesse sat down outside, and we started writing a song together. The three of us, and it's always been something my mom's wanted to do. Yeah, so I want to be listed on one song that uh, she sings. <laughs> and so she got to see the process, and it was really, yeah, I think it was fun. really cool for her to see us in that creating space and going back and forth. And then you, she helped a ton, was giving like a ton of ideas for lyrics and stuff. So it was just really fun. Yeah. And it's a good it, song. Yeah. We need to finish it. I think we have we have a date on the calendar for the next. Yeah. Switch next the candles. Session. Mm-hmm. Switch the candles. That's what's called. Yes. Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know as soon as you finish it because we want to hear it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kirsty, would you like to uh, read what you had written about your mom? Yes, I would. Okay. So, for all of you who are tuning in that have never met my mother before. I am so happy she's here today. Lori Krauss, down there in whatever corner you see her on. <laughs> uh, but she is a thousand percent an amazing mother of two girls, myself and my younger sister, Kelsey. And when we came into this world, she literally made it her every being of her body, every cell to uh, just be a good mother. And I think a lot of that had to do with that. She waited to have us uh, until <laughs> later. And yeah, she's just, she's an amazing mother. So here's oh. what I wrote. Uh, I my, cry, am I? <laughs> you might. <laughs> I'm not a crier usually in front of people. Also, These are just some things that my mom uh, taught me and things that I feel like I have taken from her, things that I'm thankful for her. Um, yeah, to be the woman that I am today. So my mom has taught me to laugh a lot and be a giver. My mom is the kindest woman I know and is 
also the most positive person on the planet. <laughs> she gave me her tendencies to be, to be very neat and tidy. <laughs> she also has molded me to be a person that sees things through, never quits, and stays true to my word and is kind to everyone. I am so thankful my mom has given me so much support around my love for music from a very young age. She started to read a whole smorgasbord of books about the music <laughs> industry, including the book, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Business. And then the two of us went on to tackle and record my first CD, uh, which we chose a track AKA, I think my mom chose this track <laughs> called Mama's Turn. And one of the lines in the song is, Now it's Mama's turn, Mama's turn, Mama's turn to be treated like a queen. And she, when I listen back to that song, she deserves every single <laughs> lyric um, and so much more. She has gotten me into so many shows growing up and took me to NSAI meetings at 15, and that was just the start of it. Oh. <laughs> I made you go. Oh, sometimes, you didn't, sometimes you didn't want to go to those meetings. I'm like, you're going. <laughs> We're going to go learn songwriting. <laughs> yeah, there's a good one. I will never be able to verbally express the amount of gratitude and love that I have for my mom. <laughs> and I love you so much, mom. Thank you for doing yeah. this today. <laughs> and you're amazing. I love you. And if I literally am half the mother that you are oh. to me and Kelsey, <laughs> I will feel good about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I did not think I was going to cry. <laughs> But happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Oh, thank you. One nice thing, I, my mom wasn't a big showy person, so I really try to do that with my kids. Like, tell them I loved them all the time, kissed them all the time, hugged them all the time, you know? So I don't know if that was, like, too much, but that was always, that was always something I wanted to do. But so you're a rock. You're, you're amazing, Mom. You're a rock yeah. for both Kelsey and I, and neither yeah. of us would be who we are today without the loving and support that you've given us. Aww. You deserve this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being in the spotlight, so I'll just <laughs> I think you did really good today. Yeah, thank Officially you. happy Mother's Day. Yeah, yes. thank you early, happy right? Mother's Day. <laughs> so you guys are gonna like show these or how it was gonna do what are you doing with all this? Yes. Mm hmm These will Don't be posted. Okay. It'll be uh um uploaded to youtube and then okay. everybody can watch it so all right <laughs> <laughs> i did not think i was gonna i was gonna tear up i didn't so think glad i read either. that <laughs> yes and those are the kinds of things she writes in cards to me so i really always appreciate that that they're very thankful and very you know all kids could be not on their best behavior all the time but i'm so happy that i'm close to both of my girls that means the world to me Really close. I think that was one of my mom's goals was to be, you know, close with us. And I feel like I can go to her for anything, the entire spectrum. She's definitely that person in my life. And I don't know how she does it, 
but she <laughs> always answers, like always answers. <laughs> answers the phone? Yes. <laughs> My phone's on like silent, like all the time, but she, she answers. Well, I'll miss a call, but... <laughs> And I think in my whole entire shows that I've ever done, like obviously she doesn't live in Nashville anymore, but before I moved to Nashville, um, she missed like three shows. Totally. Yes. I'm talking about like everyone. I played every weekend, <laughs> every weekend. And they were at every single show. We were the groupies or the roadies. We had to haul the equipment, help haul the equipment. <laughs> And one thing we didn't share is my mom is my official CFO. Yeah. I don't want to get it wrong. So yes. <laughs> on her social media platforms, she has now put that as her description, CFO yes. of Kirstie Krause. And yes. this is as she's transitioning to her two days a week and three days a week with me. And soon in the future, she plans on just being a part of the the business uh, full time, but that's yes. her official title. She keeps everything organized on that side and does the taxes. And that's, that's her way of supporting and being, being part, part of the business of and yeah. not to mention a bunch of admin work. That's so helpful. Emails. But. Yeah. If it gets much bigger, I'll probably have to turn some of the accounting over. It's <laughs> beyond my, my small business knowledge. So <laughs> we got QuickBooks now though. I did. I got QuickBooks yeah. this year because I had 5 million spreadsheets, you know, yeah. and I still keep some of the spreadsheets, but at least the QuickBooks, it's going to be so much easier at the end of the year with taxes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So take, take away a couple spreadsheets, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun being part of the business because then I can help. I've always been kind of nosy that way. Like I've always been on the PTA boards and I've always been on all the boards because I wanted to know what was going on. <laughs> I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to learn, you know? So it's like, it's always fun for me. I can't be the type of person that does the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Go to work, come home, watch TV. I mean, I just, I, I get so bored. I got to keep learning and keep doing new things. So that's what's fun about this for me. Yeah, that's well, that was really, really fun. And yeah. I want to make sure I thank both of you, Paula and Donna, for one, asking me, but having, yeah, having us on for this opportunity to be able to celebrate my mom and put her on the spot a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it is our pleasure. We're just glad oh. that both of you are here with us and we had a chance yeah. to talk to both of you and just that was your mom better, you know? Yeah, it's yes. probably fun to meet the families of the the women that you see that sing in that to see kind of like, you know, where they came from or whatever. Yeah. How did you say it? The women behind the women. women. There you go. I like that. I'm the woman behind the woman. And then it's always so weird. You think like they wouldn't be here if you didn't create them, you know, it's like yeah. so weird. I look at baby pictures of her and I'm like, gosh, that was her. And now, you know, <laughs> and as a mom, you remember that like it was yesterday, you know, when she was born, like in my arms, you know, it's like, wow, how did this happen? You know, 31 years later. Crazy. The crazy women country and all of Kirstie's fans owe you a lot because, you know, for you, we wouldn't have this amazing artist, oh. and that, you know. Make well, good. Perfect. Yes. And 
the infectious positivity is definitely true. I I feel it all the time whenever time I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's good. That's, you know, you want to portray that. You know, you can, sometimes you have to fake it till you make it too, you know, sometimes you can be down and out and you just smile and keep doing stuff and pretty soon you're in that better place, you know. Definitely. Thank Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. This has been so much fun. It was great to meet you guys. Hopefully we'll meet you someday in the person. Absolutely. (laughs) See you soon. Yes. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.